is techies the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time this is episode number 67 for <laughs> sunday march 5th 2017 i'm shane and i'm joined by matt hey hey matt what's going on <laughs> oh shoot I, I did it this time i didn't uh, uh i'm doing okay. fantastic i've got uh I, I suppose you asked me what i'm drinking later but uh i spent <laughs> a little bit of time watching uh dor who i've never done that before so oh it was actually uh, i thought it was pretty good i've watched a, a very funny, little but... bit myself and uh, what, what what the season are you on, or which doctor? I think this is the, uh, the the newer ones, but season one. So I think it's what, they're on the season nine right now. Uh, so this was it started out with some kind of mannequin episode. The two thousand five. You get you made it past the mannequin one though. That everyone says you got to try to get past. Yeah, I didn't like that one that much. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, is that is that what happens? Because I tried that and. I gotta say, I haven't watched it since. Every Doctor <laughs> Who fan I talk to says you gotta get past the mannequin one because the mannequin one is stupid. <laughs> I think I watched like three of them, and I gotta say, I was not interested in any of them. Okay. I a couple Man- years ago, and I did not make it past the mannequin episode, so yeah. maybe it was a power throughing it. I yeah. I have also watched some episodes with that. I don't know if you're familiar, the Karen Gillum or the the redhead, uh, who's I think is really cute, uh, <laughs> and I think that's a later season. Um, but it seemed better. It seemed better than, you know, the one with, I don't know all these names, David Tennant and Matt something or other. And, uh, yeah, I don't know them clearly. <laughs> I should I probably watch more. Yeah. I only made it through four episodes. So I think I'm, I'm still on that, uh, that first season. So gotcha. Ooh. What about you, Tony? You watch any of the doctor? No, I stopped. After oh, wait, we already went over this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, you have my memory check. Um, yeah. So wait, we can go ahead and Matt. Wait, wait. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? I am just drinking tea tonight. Uh, gotta take it easy. I did have a uh, Sam Adams Hopscape last night, and I thought that was really good. Oh, nice. Ooh. Can't say I've heard of that. Was it? Was it uh, hoppy quite hoppy? hoppy? Was it? Was it, it bitter? It's about as hoppy as a normal Sam Adams, but it, uh, it's a wheat beer, so it's you know get uh, kind of a different flavor. I see. And Mr. Anthony, what are you drinking? Oh, unfortunately, I'm not drinking anything at the moment. I was drinking water before, but mm, mm. I didn't fill up. Yeah, water, that sounds pretty boring. No, no. It's, I mean, but it's good. I did good. bottle some beer today, so I'm happy Oh, about there you go. Yeah. Yeah, That's exciting. Yeah, I'll allow it. It's the opposite <laughs> of drinking something. It kind of is, but you're making it so you can consume it all later. <laughs> true, true story you know you gotta you gotta get the process going yep gotta get the process it looks if you, good it smells fantastic if you don't have any bit. beer to consume it you know gotta get it somewhere right gotta get it somewhere either make it or and it's just like the little like one gallon uh kits that i've been doing but uh this is my last one and then i think i might switch to a five gallon situation Ooh. we'll see oh, would, nice. would you just bottle what kind um i think it was some sort of uh uh dark I know it's dark. Dark side. <laughs> it's on my fridge right now, actually, little instructions. But uh, well, that yeah. sounds fantastic. It's amazing. All, all their dark beer, I think I I'd probably try out the so, kits. You can do little recipe kits. 
So sorry I didn't start with how are you doing, Sony. I just jumped right into uh, what are you drinking? But uh, is yeah. that has it been taking up most of your time? Is the brewing process? Uh, not too much. Uh, usually you just uh, when I when you first get it, it can take maybe an hour, hour and a half or so, um, and then you just set it in well, a, not necessarily a cold place, but a dark place for anywhere from one to two weeks, um, depending on what you're making. And I don't know, I think you used to do it, Matt. I don't know if you, if that's the same with you, but you used to do, I think, five-gallon ones, too. Yeah, I tried a couple different uh, sizes. Uh, five-gallon is way too much. Yeah, I want to try it because I think one gallon's not necessarily. I got seven bottles of beer out of this one, out of this batch, because a lot of it is, like, the crap on the bottom and stuff. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a great beer to avoid name. That too. What's that? I drink crap on the bottom. The- yeah, <laughs> it's like... The, you know the, the the yeast that's dormant or dead or whatever, and then all the other stuff that's in it. So quick, after you qu- fermented. Quick, uh, that just made me think of something. I, I read something recently. I don't know if um, since we're, uh, I think it's okay to say we're from the originally from uh, the Milwaukee area. Uh, did you did you guys read this that um, that that whole remember that yeast smell that used to be down in Milwaukee? Yes. Did you, oh, yeah. did you realize it was gone? Because I didn't, yeah. but it's been gone for like, I don't know if it was five or ten years and had something to do with the company. Uh, either they uh, went out of business or they moved or something up north. But yeah, I completely uh, didn't even think about how that, that yeast smell is, is no longer around there. I totally forgot about that. That, that didn't have to do with beer, though, did it? I thought it was like a... No, correct, beer. correct. They were just a yeast uh, manufacturer or something. But oh yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeast I was. I don't remember what company. It was. Like red something or other. I want to say. Red Mill? No, that's no, that's Bob's Red Mill. I'm thinking of probably. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> without further ado. News. This powerful goo promises to make your iPhone screen indestructible. This is according to Mashable. Protect Packs, which is currently an Indiegogo funded liquid gas, liquid gas, liquid glass <laughs> screen protector. The tight and quote titanium dioxide nanoparticles, which close the microscopic wells in the glass, unquote, makes your display, again, quote, hard as sapphire or ruby, end quote. This allegedly prevents scratches, water damage, and shattering of your particular glass or device. And they show they show multiple different devices in the video, uh, like glasses or other um, types of devices that have screens or uh, glass on them. But the process involves spreading liquid nano on the screen and waiting 10 minutes for it to dry technology was apparently developed for the aerospace and aviation industries packs of protect packs start at 39 bucks uh however their indiegogo page now currently states world's best invisible smartphone protection is under review by the trust and safety team (laughs) so take that for what it's worth i thought the video was pretty cool it seems like uh, based on what they were showing that it really does kind of make uh indestructible however and i didn't i forgot to put this in the notes here but uh it also says it only lasts a year i guess um, which is kind of 
I don't know. I don't think I'd want to have to reapply it after a year, but I do like the idea of having basically an invisible uh, protection on my phone, seeing as how I hate cases and everything. <laughs> but, Tony, you, you, you feel the same way about that, right? You're not a big... Or you prefer I am not, not a big case person. In fact, I got I took my case off a long time ago. <laughs> yep, yep, same but here. I kind of go back and forth sometimes. Yeah, just like you, but um, yeah, I guess I'd like something a little bit more durable too. I'm kind of more conflicted with that way. You know, you want it to look nice without a case, but at the same time, you do want the protection of a case too. Yep, and you have the screen protectors either. No. Nope. <laughs> and and Tony has the matte black. I have the uh, jet black iPhone. Which, um, I think the jet black it, it does grip better in my hands than the matte does. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why I do go with a case because I do want something that's gonna stay in my hands. So than an interesting interesting point here is the um, yeah, and and this is one of the things with this new jet black that Apple put out. They they even state. You know, in the fine print that you can get more micro abrasions or what have you, scratches uh, showing up on this, which I have noticed more and more as time goes on. But at the same time, you know, I was down at the auto show yesterday and my brother pointed out that a flat black or matte black, I think, is uh, basically the same thing, right? Correct me if I'm wrong on that. But uh, he seems to think scratches and things show up a lot easier on a flat black, um, at least in terms of cars and uh automobiles but uh what what do you think Tony have you have you uh have you noticed that by chance have you seen any scratches um, yet I haven't noticed any scratches on my neck and wood yeah <laughs> so maybe a different process or something sure. sure yeah it's um and I've been you know you try to be careful with it anytime you're you're holding it but anything could happen at any time what about you Matt does this interest you at all yeah, I'm kind of curious. Uh, so the original screen protectors, I think, were just like a, a plastic that you applied. Uh, what kind of stunk with those is you'd, you'd put them on there. They didn't seal very well, and you'd get all those air bubbles in them. Mm-hmm. I think the, the latest ones have gone to, I think it's a tempered glass, a really thin piece of glass, which uh, uh, they give you some cleaning thing and a sticker thing to get all the uh, the dust off. So it really applies really nice. You don't get any bubbles. But um, my wife's had, we've got the same screen protector. I don't know if she dropped it or something, and it, the it's just a screen protector shattered just like glass. So it looks like her screen's shattered, but it's just <laughs> the screen protector. Wow, that was really weird. This seems like it'd be something that doesn't wouldn't do. No, well. based on what they showed, it doesn't uh, seem to do anything quite like that. It just really protects itself and <laughs> and the device, but most importantly. I'm curious how you get it. You'd have to get it. You know, pretty. Uh, if you paint it on, or I don't know how you're going to apply this thing, but you'd want to make sure it it, it is uh, uh, just flush or just flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it just automatically you know does that with gravity if you just let it sit for a while. So I'm kind of curious how this is, is going to feel, how it's going to uh, last. Mm-hmm. You know, for yeah. you that it lasts, and then do you just peel it off, or does it just kind of wear away? Yeah, based on, on, I mean, it seems like it wears away. I guess more or less. And then they say the year, uh, I guess, lasts a year, I guess. But yeah, so Matt, what uh, what are you talking about this evening? Uh, I've got one from Engadget. This is Windows 10 fix will prevent updates from wrecking your day. <laughs> uh, I the, the best uh, summary came from a, a Twitter post. Uh, it was, I lost 90 minutes of work, wished to destroy Microsoft. It did a Windows update, asked me if I want to restart now or later. I chose later. It ignored. <laughs> so <laughs> working on stuff and Windows 
went ahead and restarted stuff anyways. Nice. Uh, I don't know if it's just Windows in general. I, I use Microsoft Office, and it seems like every time I, I rarely use it. So whenever I open it up, it's always got an update, and I've got to wait for, for that stuff to update. And I, I just figured I'd just update it before I get started on anything crazy. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that it just auto updates and pretty much that's it. And I'm curious if other people have run into this, if this always happens. Um, but I guess the news article is saying supposedly there's a creator's update, which is coming up. Um, I should check the release date back. I think it's soon. Um, it. So Microsoft's going to add an icon. It shows a Windows update setting uh, that shows you if your device is up to date. Uh, once it's arrived, you can schedule when uh, to time it or simply snooze it for three days. Um, and then you can also uh, snooze or reschedule it again if that still doesn't work. Um, and then further, you can have it uh, a choice for active hours when it absolutely can't do an update, uh, which is kind of nice for working hours. You could just say, just never do an update during work. Uh, That's good. Off hours, fair game. So I, I don't know if you guys have run into this with Windows 10. I just, I just kind of thought this was kind of crazy that they haven't uh, done something like this already. I have. I think I'm the only one out of the three of us that still. <laughs> So, have you noticed anything like this where it just updates? Um, maybe not using it for work, but not really with it updating, um, like when I don't want it to. Um, but I do keep it off, like I don't keep it on, or I should say sleep when I and I, I wouldn't say I use it every day, but maybe every other day or something like that. And then there's times where it might have accumulated a bunch of updates, like if I don't use it a lot, um, and I know I'll come back to a lot of updates, not just that, but probably other applications that I might use, but um. And then I just kind of like, all right, this is what I'm going to do now. I'm installing updates, and then I kind of just do my own thing. I don't usually, no, it, it hasn't interrupted me. But again, I don't, I don't use it mostly for like any kind of work stuff. Um, and Matt, if I do, then I'll use my Mac too. Well, first off, I want to say I think I want to say it's April. Maybe that update is supposed to come out. I, I think I talked about it on a previous episode. I want to say, but uh, don't quote. No, it makes just to one. check out uh, the new version of Paint. Yeah. Okay. Did, Matt, did you want to say, say this tweet they have in the article? I mean, without without using the uh, the swear on it <laughs> or censoring, or I can say it if you. Uh, yeah, they've got a couple tweets. I'm not sure. Oh, is there more than one? Well, anyway, the one I'm the tweet as is, and then just bleep it out and post. Automatic Windows update restarted my PC, and I lost hours of work in a commission. I want to bleeping die. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Like, especially if you really depend on this, then you really should. Uh, you shouldn't have that. Shouldn't happen. And I don't know what's the best way to do it. I don't. How does Apple do it? I feel like I don't have this problem. <sighs> yeah. Although it pops up a notification saying the updates are available, and then you can click on it, and go to the App Store, and update mm -hmm. what you want. I will say I'm still bothered by those updates, though, on the Mac. I, I kind of, and I don't know. Yeah, like a notification almost. Yeah, they keep it in the corner, but yeah. I don't know. And then you can mute them. Where uh, Apple would post an update, and then uh, everyone's laptop would just start downloading it, and it would just kill our work bandwidth. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that probably <laughs> yeah, happens to me too. That could be happening right now, for all I know. Update at night. <laughs> well, all right. My job, uh, whenever uh, an iOS update comes out, um, the network department likes to disable that because it just. You know, people really want to get a new version of whatever the new iOS uh, OS is, so they'll just they'll just block it. <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Matt. Tony, what are you? What are we talking about tonight? 
Yeah, mine's from Time Magazine. Actually, I found a, like a smaller version of it on um, Engadget, and then they kind of referenced the Time Magazine article. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Time Magazine exclusive, Amazon developing advanced voice recognition for Alexa. Re- and- what was that? What did you just say? <laughs> recognition? Recognition. <laughs> recognition. I'm not good at words. Recognition? Recognition? Is that? Oh, recognition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, what the sorry Forbes. No, you're all right. <laughs> um, Go on. But anyway, um, wait. Say that word again, Shane. Voice <laughs> recognition. <laughs> recognition. Oh, I don't know where I was going with it. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, oh, anyway, first of all, the article pretty much states that the person who the the source person didn't want to be identified because he's not or she is not supposed to. Um, talk about anything that's coming out with Amazon uh, products in the future, but they did. He, I guess they went ahead with it anyway. So um, take that however you want. Um, but anyway, um, they're pretty much talking about um, the Alexa, you know, the Echo devices, being able to distinguish the your voice from someone else's voice. Um, and right now, none of these uh, uh, voice assistants like Siri or Cortana. Um, can tell who's talking. They just pretty much just answer questions. And I suppose Google is doing this a little bit where they can kind of do it with context. Um, so they're slowly coming up with that a little bit, but um, right now they, you know, it could be anybody saying the same thing. Um, and um, one of Am- what Amazon is working on is trying to um, detect uh, like your voice. Um, and if let's say, cause I believe you have one Shane, uh, if you, if I said, if I came over to your house, uh, and I said, you know, order me, I don't know, uh, 200 pack of I don't know, razor blades or whatever. Um, it would maybe if we had this set up instinctively know that it's me, Tony, I've got my account and, um, the, you know, then the ordering process would go smoothly. Now that's what mm. they really want to do, but, um, it's still, I, th- I think they have it done for the most part, but, um, they still really want to integrate it within the, uh, echo line. Um, so I, I, I should probably, um, not say the A word too much because I, I don't want to spark anyone's, if they're listening to this <laughs> and they have one, <laughs> the A um, word, that's yes. also another reason to do this too. Like in so. razor blade sales. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know why that's just an example, but I just thought of that after the fact. Oh, well, uh, um, but, um, let's see where am I? Uh, You're at home, Tony. Yeah. No, I'm just looking to see what I was talking about. But anyway, they're working with this with since uh, 2015, um, and they're calling it Voice ID. But again, nothing's really out yet. Um, but this is again what this one guy is saying. Um, and they, uh, yeah, they want to uh, integrate it with the Echo line. Um, but anyway, they were kind of also going over like you know their past, and uh, the Amazon Echo has sold over 11 million units since 2016. And has created, um, along with third-party devs, uh, 10,000 skills. And again, I don't have one of these. I don't know. Have you played around with the skills, Shane? Skills? Uh, Well, if you call a skill, there's there's one in particular I'm aware of. I think it's a skill. It's the ask for a fart uh, skill. What? Uh, if If that's what they call it. But you used to be able to just tell her to ask for a fart and and that would happen there would be variations Whoa. of farting noises now you have to tell her to learn it first 
<laughs> and, oh, well. then, and then it, she'll proceed to uh, do that after the fact. So out of these uh, 10,000 skills, that's the one you have? Oh, yeah. That is the that is the <laughs> only one that matters right there. <laughs> the only one that matters. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure if I got one of these and, you know, I'm still a little iffy on the privacy, although Amazon does say that, you know, leave private. But I feel like everyone says that about everything. Mm. Um, uh, the other thing was that I, they do have something with the uh, – multiple profiles right now but you pretty much have to set that up but then you and then you'd be able to say switch account and then it would switch to someone else's account mm. um so you can kind of copy list and things like that but right now but they really want to make it more um seamless a uh, transition so anyone can kind of say their name and it, it would almost act as i i think you know a way to authenticate too so, mm-hmm. so. yeah that's true um i will almost say like a fingerprint right like a voice print it might maybe something along the lines of say, voice recognition maybe perhaps. Ooh, voice recognition. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> oh, God. I can't read. There are the secrets of just like. <laughs> no, you hey, you can read. You, yeah, you read better than I do. I hate reading. So, but <laughs> well, I, I guess I like to do it, but I like to do it when I am right and I, mm. I'm wrong. Then I feel bad. <laughs> Make me good. feel bad. I don't. But the other thing that they just talked about, um, and this is sort of a side note on uh, the Amazon uh, Echoes, where you can use a new word, computer. So that kind of made me think of uh, Star Trek. That's interesting. Did, did you hear about that uh, thing you can do with Siri where you say pewter and, and it, it no. does a, a Lego Batman thing? Starts. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but it's, but it's weird oh, because you can't just say it. You have to already be, you know, you already have to be in Siri and then say it, but... Yeah, it's cut, sounds like a weird uh, cross promotion thing, but uh, yeah. So I was gonna say the uh, I wondered how this works with like twins or something. Did they? Well, are, I feel like even with twins, you would still have your own unique, um, like with fingerprints. With a, a yeah, you know, that's all different. Still be so unique I, I enough. Think you would be able to you know, your face. The the only thing I'm thinking of is because I just. Uh, um, set up another finger for my iPhone for, you mm-hmm. know, the touch or the touch ID. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering what kind of things they would have you say um, for, mm-hmm. you know, set up your voice, it, voice print. And then I was thinking about that, you know, the fox jumped over the lazy. Just, about, just thinking that when you said that. <laughs> did you, that reminds me, did you guys see there was, there was an actual uh, uh, like GIF on, or GIF, however you want to say it on Facebook. Well, you guys aren't on there, but. <laughs> rarely but there was an actual one where it's got it finally happened and it it shows a, a quick or <laughs> brown fox literally jumping over a, or how that goes a small fox jumping over a brown is dog it a over. quick brown fox is it a quick fox is something quick? it's just that one guy jumps over the other that's that's <laughs> actually what happened but um the other thing i was going to point out is that was i think was it just a nimble fox no, I don't think it was nimble. I think the whole point of it is it has every letter from the every all twenty six letters of the alphabet, right? That's that's the whole reason for that. The quick round fox jumped over the lazy dog. There you go. But the I was gonna just point out one thing about the echo, which is now that I'm now that I think about it, that's probably why they didn't call it the Amazon Alexa. <laughs> and I was trying to hesitate on that. Is probably because they don't want people to be saying the uh, the phrase all the time. I never really thought about it that way, but I like the well, name. I think computer is is 
said a lot. I don't. I'm like I'm saying computer right now. Maybe I'm. Yeah. You know, someone who's a, a Trekkie wants to. I'm surprised. I thought well, I would do that if I got an Amazon um, Elect or Echo, and I'd be like, yeah, let's name a computer, and then I could be like, computer, red alert, or whatever. I was hoping. I was hoping <laughs> that when they first. Like that. <laughs> when they first but, released it, I was hoping they would do that. That's awesome. I was too, but now I'm kind of thinking about it more and i don't know if i would want that. yeah that's a good point and i'm surprised that you know you're on the enterprise how does it not auto trigger but but on voice i say you have to say it in picard's voice though that's the only way computer <laughs> computer that doesn't sound anything like him sorry but uh anyway so the, the one thing i wanted to point out was was that i think you need to set it up or enable it specifically to be able to actually order something through amazon um because I have not done that, or I haven't. Um, I used to only be able to have stuff added to a, a shopping list, mm-hmm. and I, I'm pretty sure I don't. You're not. You couldn't just order something, uh, at least without having it set up specifically. Yeah, there's a video, or well, I guess the other part of the article they talked about some girl ordered a whole bunch of. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that, and I'm, and I'm just saying like. You might have to specifically enable something like that in order. Uh, yeah, maybe, I, I think you, yeah, you probably have to. And is that a skill? Like, probably. Make it as easy as possible, and they just want to do it, and then you might have repercussions like that. So it's yeah. you know. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well then, let's talk about. You know what really grinds my gears? Uh, well, that didn't <laughs> really sound right, but let's talk about that. Uh. <laughs> Today, we're talking about a little thing we like to call taxes, and... <laughs> Sounds like someone just did their taxes. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I went in. I, I usually just go to, into an accountant because I got to deal with, like, duplex stuff, and it's not... Uh, I would hate to do that by myself. Just, I don't even think I could. Or <laughs> not with an attitude, Shane. You got this. So that's got to be the first point of what, what grinds your gears is... You have to pay someone else so that you can yes. pay the government. That is the taxes are so complex. That is exactly right. And I think I was just talking about this last night with someone. That's true. That's but a good point. it's just it's so unnecessarily complex. And um Yeah, that's the point. Like you have to you ha- or no, was this when did we talk about this? Did we talk about this before? I don't know. But taxes not recently, I don't know. Why is everything not just electronic, though? I, I, at this point, everything I feel like should be electronically stored. Don't they have those software packages you can get? You yeah, get sure. Just use the software you bought last year. TurboTax. Yeah. TurboTax, that's what I was thinking. Sure, you could. I mean, here's the thing, right? Yeah, you can do that. Um, you still have to print out things like your W-2s, right? I mean, or don't you? I, I feel like... I get mine in the mail. Yeah, so you can file electronically now, um, and then I don't know if you need it. So yeah, so the silly part though is that your employer sends you their W twos. They also send the government your W twos. Government has all this this information, and yes, I, I think they're getting a much better about compiling all the taxes and stuff too. I actually had a letter from uh, I think it was last year. The government sent something in and said, "Hey, uh, something's wrong in your taxes. You owe us whatever money uh, because I had a joint account with my wife. I logged in as myself." printed off the tax forms and apparently the account she was the primary holder so i didn't get the uh the appropriate interest uh, document for that because i needed to log in as her and print it off on her account 
the government knew all that stuff and they're just like yeah everything looks right except for there's one thing you missed it so you owe us this much money and it's like you guys know all this stuff why do you make me go through this hassle of compiling all this stuff uh, the only thing that seems like it's it's more of what people care about is just itemizing their deductions so if you go and say by hey government you know everything about me anyways uh, i'm just going to do the standard deduction tell me what what i owe you that, that seems like they, they should be able to do that at the, this day and age yeah, there was, I got, I had something similar happen where I got a letter from the government, uh, it was either last year or the year before, but here's the thing, right? It was something I was fully, I don't know if this is good to admit or not, but it was something I was fully aware of. But the problem is I raised concerns two separate occasions. Like I told the accountants about this and it didn't happen. It didn't like they there was nothing they could do because the year that that this happened, I had already um oh what's the word, you know, revised uh uh anyone anyone <laughs> I did like a like I sent it in a second time because of a mistake, but they wouldn't let me do it um a third time that particular year. So then whatever it was, two or three years later, I finally get a letter. And I don't even know to this day if it was the full amount. I was for sure if it was the full amount I was supposed to pay them, but I paid them right away. Like, okay, okay, good. Here you go. Here's your money. But yeah, that's what I heard recently was that they have, they already have things like your W-2s. And yeah, I don't, why, (laughs) why do we have to do all this extra work? And why do we have to pay a separate service or a separate anything We're already we're already paying you money. Why should we have to spend more money on taxes? Uh, yeah, the IRS already has whatever supercomputers figuring out how much we owe them. Uh, maybe well, they still have that super if they still need us to do stuff. They're probably hoping we mess up and overpay, and they're like, oh, okay, that's fine. And then yeah. they'll just look for the times where people have underpaid and then go after them. So I think I am. More money and, and I don't want to make it political or anything, but I think I'm all for just the flat tax across the board and just simplifying the crap out of the whole, entire process. And I get it. Like some people want deductions, some people don't want. Uh, some people don't want to have to pay as much, and you can do all this stuff with writing stuff off and blah blah blah. I don't even care about any of that. <laughs> I just want it to be simpler. That is all I want. I so I would rather more, not deal with it. Simpler, it's okay. I think. I think that's what everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah. But you can you can play this sadistic game of of trying to itemize your deductions, yeah. minimize your taxes as much as possible. Um, and, and I think some people really get into that. And yeah. you know, I, I'm sure if you're making a lot of money, you probably, you know, there's actually a lot of money in reducing your taxes and, and, and playing that stupid game. Yeah. Uh, but for people that, you know, I think like most of us, where it's just, I just want to get this thing done. I don't want to have to have the headaches. I don't want to you know, lose sleep over it because it's so, so complex and I feel like I've gotten something wrong. Just make it, make it simple. And then, uh, you know, I don't want to play this. I don't even kind of want to have the option of playing this stupid game because then I always think, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm overpaying on taxes. I feel like I'm getting ripped off every year. Yeah. Not, you know, I could spend a ton of time and, and I'd probably reduce my taxes. I, and who knows if all that time is worth it in terms of how much money I could save. I, I don't even know how much money I could save. So yeah. that's what kind of makes me mad about it. And I think uh, whomever it was I was talking about this with recently, I, I brought up how it's two things, right? Ta- taxes and insurance are two things I feel like... Um, are out there like they're they're still there pretty much because and i i don't know don't quote me on this this is just my opinion but because there's all these different professions out there that um rely on those things really (laughs) i kind of think i don't know uh 
Like, can you imagine if they totally simplified taxes and then you've got all these uh, all these accountants that are just like, well, what do we do now? Or, you know, right. like TurboTax, which is making this project like, well, it's trivial to submit your taxes. No one's buying our product anymore. So, yeah, <laughs> putting all those people out of, uh, out of jobs. Yep. So we're all in agreement on that. Tony, yes. any, anything to add? Oh, uh, no, that all sucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> XP Boost. All right, today I am talking about the Apple Airport time capsule. Time capsule. Extreme. Uh, extreme Ultra Mega Edition. Uh, this is, those that aren't aware, it is, well, at least I'm referring to it as Apple's wireless backup solution. And at the same time, it is an enhanced uh, Airport Extreme. Is that accurate? Mm, do either one of you know? I think, I think, what well, is, that's, it's based off of that, right? That tech, I want to say. I think so. Was the Extreme, is that the one that had hard drives or had just USB ports so you could plug in hard drives? Oh boy! Oh, wait, yeah, that I don't. Extreme. I just said that. That I'm not sure. One of them is more extreme than the other. This one's not extreme. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know if there is an extreme model. The title does not. It does have airport in the title, but uh, no, not extreme <laughs> specifically. But the reason I had got this uh, was was to do wireless backups, and uh, with this, it allows you to wireless wirelessly and automatically run Time Machine uh, when plugged into power. Sadly, the main reason I originally had p picked one of these up, or yeah, one of the reasons, one of the big reasons, was because of the stupid uh, ejection errors that you get if you <laughs> unplug a hard drive while it's, uh, or without specifically hitting the eject button within macOS. And uh, the other reason was because, for whatever reason, I I'd plugged in a hard drive on my new uh docking station here with a lot uh with the new laptop and i'd get some weird feedback whenever i tried to whenever i plugged that in you could hear it through through my sound system here and and i don't know maybe that has something to do with shielding or something along those lines that i could have dealt with another way but i went with this route anyway because frankly i, I wanted a wireless backup solution so now anytime in the house that i plug into power uh anywhere in the house it, it starts uh sooner or later starts running a wireless backup. Nice. So on the back of this, so first of all, just quick briefly what it kind of looks like. It's a tall kind of pillar looking white. Uh, yeah, either pillars, well, not cylinder. It, it's it's more square than anything, which is kind of the Apple look in general. But on the back of it, you've got three gigabit Ethernet uh, LAN, one USB, one gigabit Ethernet WAN, or I guess it's local or in wide area network uh ports and also one for the power of course uh so you can use it as my understanding is you can use this as a wireless router which i think is the airport uh portion of it i have not yet done that i have it just plugged uh into my at&t um modem router here specifically now i have heard that using the airport uh wi-fi functionality would be might be preferable, like it might perform better than what I'm currently using here. Um, but I'm not using it that way right now. I might eventually try to do that if I'm able to, but um, at this point I'm strictly using it for the wireless backup. 
But the, the first time I ran this thing, the the initial backup took quite a while. And, and by that, now, now this sounds like a lot, but it was like three days or something. But the, the only reason that was the case is because I was taking my, um, taking my laptop to work. And so it wasn't here during the day. Otherwise, I'm sure it would have got done probably within 24 hours or something. But after that, all the incremental backups um, since then have been a lot quicker and it's it's been awesome for that reason. And I put here specifically, I freaking love this thing. Uh, <laughs> it just made my life so much easier. Um, you know, you've got that peace of mind. I don't have to worry about stupid ejection or errors, whatever you want to call those things. Um, but, <laughs> oh, thank you for quote, putting that in quotes, Tony. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, the two terabyte model on this is $299. That's not $2.99. <laughs> it is $299 in the three terabyte model, which is what I have is $399. And yeah, that is definitely a steep price to pay. Um, again, for peace of mind. But why, why I got to be changing all my stuff here? <laughs> I said specifically 4.75 out of five stars. <laughs> uh, that's a little too, you know, on the nose. Because it's not, I, I would give it a five out of five, but the price is is a big part of that, and the um, this is nineteen yeah. out of twenty stars. We got to go to a twenty point scale here. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go to hundred. But uh, yeah, the initial backup was yeah the price, and then that that long initial backup were kind of the the very minor thing. Well, I mean the price is a is kind of a bigger thing, but um, you know. If you got the money, <laughs> it's it's really worth it, I think. And and of course, if you're in strictly in the Apple ecosystem, which I am now, yeah, I think it's uh, worth it big time. But is uh, I know Matt, you have tried a similar solution in the past, which you didn't have a lot of luck with. But I mean, yeah, I'm doing the USB backups, and I, I totally get it too. The the stupid ejecting, it just feels like I have a laptop. It just feels more stationary where it's. Yeah, I'm less likely to just pull the laptop up, go work in the kitchen. So I, I totally get wanting to do the wireless, um, even with the USB. And I think I've got USB 3 that I'm using to, to back up to. And I, I think I have much less data than you. And it still took uh, multiple hours, maybe, you know, four to eight hours for the initial backup. Um, and that's, I think, I think I've got maybe like a quarter of the data you've got. I think you've just got a ton, right? You. It's um, all my data right so now yeah. since since I've had windows machines and on multiple hard drives. So that that's equivalent to almost a terabyte now. Um, and I might have, oh, sorry, no, go ahead. So I was going to say, I, I, a couple years back, I think in maybe like 2011, 2012, I had bought, I think it was the airport extreme. It was just the Apple wireless router somewhere in the 50 to a hundred dollar range. I can't remember, but it had a USB, uh, port oh, wow. on it, which you could plug a hard drive into and try and do the wireless backups. Mm-hmm. It worked really well for a while, and then I'd have them break or something got corrupted, and I'd have to just restart over. I'd have to go through that whole initial backup, mm. get everything you know, back ready to go. So it might have been just because it was the external hard drive, so a lot more moving parts to it versus the whole integrated thing, and maybe they worked out all the kinks. But uh, it was really nice having the wireless backups, so I'd definitely see why you would want that. I'm, I'm on to just plugging it in once a week and, and doing a backup. But it doesn't give you as much incremental backups where, uh, you know, I want to go back to something in midweek. I can't really do that. Sure. Yeah, I I mean, I really hope that doesn't happen. And again, this is technically a slightly different solution. Um, Right. It was 
the one you had, Matt, was did you say it does it did it have a hard drive in it or no? Was was that a separate? It was basically a wireless router with a USB port on it that you could plug a hard drive into. Sure. Okay. And I know this one has a USB port on it also, and I'm not honestly too sure what you use that for, but back up the backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I'm sure. I can I don't. see a nice mix of just doing the the USB backups, you know, once a week, once a month, something like that, just in case something happens with the wireless backups. Sure. Mm-hmm. Just so you've got peace of mind there, and because you know wireless USB uh, drives are pretty cheap, everyone maybe even already has one. Yeah, I wonder if that's there mostly for for power, a power source or something. But I, I don't, I haven't looked into it honestly. Um, Tony, do you do you think you would ever get something like this? Oh, maybe. Um, and I have like a Windows uh, desktop and a laptop for a uh, MacBook Pro. So I'm kind of in between worlds and it's probably a little harder. Um, I'm kind of doing the the, la- the the external hard drive with Time Machine right now. And I do hate it. Like I probably do it once a week, once tw- every 10 days, you know, 20 days, whatever. Um, you know, do it for a while. All right. Mostly on a Saturday probably. Um, but I don't. I'd rather have it where, yeah, something in the cloud or is good to go. Uh, desktop's a little easier because um, I have some, I have a RAID solution in there going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I also have an external hard drive that I don't, I can just leave in the back of it and it's out of sight, out of mind for the Windows backup. So that's kind of nice, but it's also a desktop, so I'm not moving it everywhere. But yeah, the laptop, I hate how something's on the side of it. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I like it. Uh, price point for the MacBook for what I you know have with my MacBook Pro. I don't I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I do have a lot of these external hard drives, so I'm kind of doing that. But I think my um my MacBook Pro is getting a little old. Uh, USB ports are starting to go on it. Oh, um, it's uh, not always detecting my hard drive when I put it in, so there could be some issues there. So I might have to look at something else too. Um, but I also do iCloud too for. For other things like pictures and stuff so yeah speaking of which i got a message i was kind of surprised about the other day about see because i turn off my icloud and i turn it back on on both my phone and my um and my macbook be, to try to get that copy paste across devices continuity type thing and i i don't think i've been able to do that still um i did that and oh, um really nice and then I got an error message saying that I was running uh, or I was out of iCloud storage or something. So I don't. Whoa. I'm doing the like three buck a month plan right now. I don't really want to have to go to the 100 gig one. I think I'm doing that. I'm not that, sure. What? Yeah, I don't know which one. I don't want to have to go to the. I think it's 200 maybe, but I, I don't want to. Yeah. I want to have to go to the uh, 10 buck a month thing really, but I mean if I have to, I I don't know cost wise if it's if it's worth it. What, what I've also kind of, noticed with the storage of these devices and also with your iPhone or whatever, mm-hmm. if you ever want to put like a, like a backup copy of, let's say, your phone on your laptop, mm-hmm. you're going to have a hard time doing that, especially I am, because I have like my solid state drives, like I think 256, and my phone is well, 128. It always says I don't have any room when I, if I want to do that. And I wanted to do it for mm-hmm. one of those, uh, what was it, iExplorer? I couldn't do it. I can't use iExplorer anymore program for the uh oh really yeah i'm I'm actually still using that uh i think i think you were the one to tell me about it initially but i'm still using that just 
just to back up my uh, voicemails, it seems like such a dumb yeah. thing, but <laughs> well, you can, you know, that's whatever you want to do. And I, I couldn't do it. Um, when I wanted to back up some text messages and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, couldn't, uh, yeah, they say you should, you got to upgrade it and you got to, you know, buy it again or whatever. So speaking of which voicemails in general seem kind of outdated now, don't they? Because I don't, I don't leave them anymore. I just, I'll call someone, I'll hang up mm -hmm. and then I'll text them <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's just, it's the same thing. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, not exactly the same, but what's what's the difference, right? Really? Yeah. Other than getting not having the inflection, that's about it. But all right, well, no feedback today. But you, if you'd like to, you can call in or write to us at techiespodcast at gmail dot com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Techies Podcast, and you can watch us, find us on our. Uh, Techies Podcast, wait, what is it? Watch and listen to us, sorry, at, on iTunes. <laughs> Just give Tony our time for reading. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Touche, touche, Matt. Yes. Uh, do a search for Techies Podcast within iTunes. Please leave us a rating on there if you could. Uh, our website is niceguynetwork.com slash techies. We are on Alpha Geek Radio and Stitcher, and we record at Sundays at 6, 7 Central on our Nice Guy Network's YouTube channel. Just do a search for Nice Guy Network because we need like 100 subscribers. Also subscribe to us so that we can get those and get our a custom URL because it's really silly not having that. But you can find Tony on Twitter at why not Big T, Matt at Hulock, and myself at ShaveMadOx. More shows can be found at NiceGuyNetwork.com. That is our show. Thank you all so very much for listening. And until next time, Tech are easy. Bye.